Left. Right. Hey, what's up, my Sip Talk friends? Thank you for joining us for this last episode of 2020. It's been a crazy year. It's our first full year in production, Sip Talk. Um, I wanted to say a big thank you to you guys for all your support, all the likes, the comments, all the ideas for the new podcast episodes. Um, I am going to ask for a favor. And, and again, I am super grateful for all of you guys who subscribe and interact with the podcast on social media, on YouTube, on the audio podcasts. But I'm going to ask for a favor. I'm going to ask that if you have topics in mind, things you want to hear about, questions you have for us, that you send them my way. You can email me. You can DM me. Um, but I want to know your topic ideas so we can get some cool topics for 2021. Um, and the last ask is just that you share this podcast. And if you haven't already, you like and subscribe. We need that to continue to grow and we're having fun doing this, but we're really doing this for you and with you. This is a collaborative effort. So thank you very much. Happy New Year and looking forward to another year of continued podcasting. See you later. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. I'm here today with James the Bosnia Boswell, professional referee, professional accountant, bartender, and philosopher. Uh, my name is Justin DiGiulio. I own and manage a real estate brokerage in Midtown Manhattan, and this is episode 64 of SIP Talk. Today, we're going to be talking about living with roommates. We're going to be talking about bad roommates, how to be a good roommate, and uh, we're going to share some kind of horror stories about roommates. This was a topic suggested by one of our listeners, right? This was a listener-suggested topic. Uh, so you guys know I do read all the comments. I try to get back to them as quickly as I can. If you're watching live, I will be hitting the comments. And um, uh, obviously- Give a shout out to the user? I, I, I missed it and I, I couldn't find it going back. Uh, the comments have already started about your messy room. So if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, you are severely missing out. Uh, well, but when it comes me, to the messy room, as I've said before, like somebody said that they wanted to clean it. My offer is I will pay for your flight to come down here. But I'm also not inclined to, to, to clean my room too much because I'm going to be moving in a couple of months, in which case I'm going to be blowing it up anyways. Fair enough. Um, all right. So I'm going to, my drink is a little simpler. I got them pre-chilled here. I am drinking tonight and, um, and I'd love to hear about your drink, but let me, uh, let me share with you. It looks like a Beta. No, it looks like a Beta. This is the Omegang Brewery. It's the Rare Voss. Oh, Omegang is so good. <laughs> I've actually been to that brewery. No, I have not. I, I'd like to go. Um, Outside of Cooperstown, not too far from you. Make yeah. the trip. It's worth it. Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, yeah, you know, I, I put a lot of attention into what's on the screen here. I obviously can't control yours 950 miles away or so. We got the fireplace going. Um, I'm doing my best here. Uh, but James, so we know why your background looks like that. Um, in the meantime, what are you drinking? Because this is this is really cool. What you're drinking. So I call this the advanced mocho. So we've talked about the Kali Mocho before, which is just going to be equal parts, red wine and Coke. I found myself a good bottle of red wine for a whopping $5 a bottle. 
I decided to make it a little bit fancier by adding just a little bit of lemon juice and some triple sec to get some citrus and sweetness into it. And it is so good. The, the lemon juice gives us like nice brightness to the drink. And then the, the triple sec smooths it out a little bit. So, so I, yeah, I call that the advanced mocho. So Kelly Mocho, give us the ingredients of what you're drinking right now. So basic mocho ingredients is just equal parts, red wine and Coke. Okay. And you have red wine. I did. I added a splash of lemon juice and then maybe a quarter of an ounce, a half ounce of triple sec in a large cup, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of wine. Um, <laughs> we'll see if you're sleepy by the end of this. Um, oh. So I made a list of bad roommate habits. I'm going to ask the live viewers to share with me what, you know, I, if, if you can get a, a short story in there about a, a bad roommate, I'd love to hear it, love to share it. But I want to know what you think are some, uh, you know, habits of bad roommates. Um, I came my, up with a really short list that I like to call the three C's. Okay, go for it. My, Cleanliness, my... consideration, and compensation. So cleanliness, pretty simple. Consideration is just going to be, are they a considerate roommate? Are they blasting music at 3 a.m.? Are they bringing shady people around? Are they, are they not, are they like damaging your stuff, stealing your stuff? And then compensation is, yo, are they paying the rent on time? Fair enough. I think, I think that hits a couple of the ones I have here. But you hit the number one uh, complaint that I got. I asked yesterday, I put a, uh, a post out asking for habits of bad roommates. And the number one was messiness. Um, and I think, uh, I think, you know, you think, and, and that's also part of consideration. When you're, when you're living with someone else, it's not your space. So just like, you know, when you go to the, and I mean, I guess a lot of people are bad at this. When you go to the food court and you eat food, you clean up the table after you. And if you spilled some shit all over the table, you wipe it off. Um, that's consideration and that's cleanliness. Um, you know, it's not your, you know, if you have your own space, it's, it's yours to leave like that. But it's, it's, the ownership is not 100% yours. So you have to treat it like, um, you know, with respect. But, but really, mess, I got dishes, dif dishes left in the sink, dishes left on the kitchen counters, and dishes not returned, <laughs> dirty dishes not returned to the kitchen. Um, you know, if, especially if you're not the person that owns those dishes. If you went out and you, you, know, you dropped 50 or 100 or 200 bucks on, on plates or a plate set or forks and knives, and you're missing plates, like that shit's going to drive you nuts. Um, and if you're not, it's still considered to return plates to the freaking kitchen, clean them up and, and put them where they need to be. Um, yeah. so I got dishes, I have laundry and then I have general cleanliness to common areas. So bathrooms, obviously kitchen, living room. Like if somebody wants to take their laundry up to the living room and start folding on the sofa, when, you know, when you're done folding, and I don't mean you've completed the entire project. I mean, done folding for that moment. So if the project is intended to last two days, when you're done finishing in that moment, you need to take that with you and remove it from the common areas. Yeah, and it's, it's one thing to like your own bedroom or whatever, because assumedly your roommates aren't going to be coming into your bedroom too often, but you got to keep your, don't be in the way of other people in the common areas. 
And that means that if your stuff is, is clogging up the flow lines or it, you're not cleaning up after yourself, after you use common things like utensils or whatever, you're just being a shitty roommate. Um, and if there's common bathrooms or whatever, then yeah, like you need to clean up after yourself in the bathroom and do, do your best to make sure that like the bathroom is pleasant for everybody to use. But, but same thing, you know, if you have laundry in the apartment, you can't leave your shit in the dryer for two days. When no. that's done, it's got to come out, you know. And if you're not going to be there for a day or two and you do a load of laundry, don't expect to be sitting there in the dryer when you're done. It's good. At the, at the best, it may be, you know, in a pile on the floor in your, in your room, but it may just be in a pile on the floor next to the washer or depending on how long you've left it there, it could be in garbage because somebody may get fed up, especially if you're a repeat offender. Somebody might get fed up and just say, fuck this and throw your shit away. Um, yeah. All right. The next one I got is noise. Um, and that goes to playing music, especially if you're having a party, you have people over playing loud music. Um, but even if you're just in your room and you're playing music or you're playing a movie, sound carries. And this, you're not living in a house, you know, where you where you don't have next door neighbors. You're or where you have distant neighbors. Sound can travel through a door very easily, especially if the place isn't carpeted. So um, that goes for music and movies. And it also goes for sex. Like sex can be a, you know, a lousy, uh, uh, a, la- a lousy, a loud, <laughs> sex can be lousy. Um, oh, what your experiences are like. But... Sex, sex can be lousy, um, but, uh, but sex can be loud. It can be noisy. Um, I think loud and noisy is what got me but you see, you, you yeah, just, and that one especially it just makes it awkward for anybody that can hear it too. Yeah, it's not a personal privacy thing, you know. It's 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 a not making the person in the other room uh, uncomfortable. That's uh, yeah, like one thing. So I I got it. I just got a bitch about this one. So what uh, talking about noise and everything? So most of the time during the week I have to go to bed. Well, I would call it early, um, by like between 12 and 1230 to be up for work the next day. And my roommate usually works evening. So he's not going to bed until like two or three o'clock in the morning, which I don't care. But what he likes to do is he'll have his iPad, which he watches constantly. And you can't see it from this camera, but the door to my room is right there about five feet extended from my arm. And what he likes to do is he'll sit out in the living room in front of the TV or whatever, watching his iPad. Then if he gets up to go outside to have a smoke or make something in the kitchen or whatever, the root takes him right in front of my, my door. So he'll be walking around with his iPad, listening to whatever shows or bullshit that he's listening to. And it's one thing if the noise is like 20 feet farther away, but the human brain is attuned to wake up to moving noise. You can get used to just about any noise if it's not moving. But when he moves past my door, it doesn't matter what time of night it is. I'll wake up because my mind's like, oh, something's moving out there. We should we should look into that. Yeah. But that's and I've told I don't know how many times I've told him like, dude, it's he I don't care if you're up till three o'clock in the morning, cut the noise down when you know I'm asleep and don't move with me don't move while making noise. Take a take a take a break from the iPad for a minute. And- can leave it. <coughs> just hit pause. 
or, hit pause while you walk around. Or put on some headphones. Headphones. Headphones oh. save your roommate relationships big time, especially oh. now that people aren't watching shit on TV. Um, headphones are, yeah, godsend. So uh, let's see. Uh, all right, let me just. Um, I want to hit. I would also just say, like, bringing even if you're being quiet. If you're bringing sketchy people into the apartment, we'll we'll get there. We we'll get there. Uh, okay. Got a couple more. Let me just hit the comments real quick. Uh, you, uh, one of the comments from Lisa said you should have gotten him some head some wireless headphones for Christmas. Um, let's see. Shout out to Matt. We got Matt, Desmond, uh, Debbie here. Let's see. I'm trying to go quick here, guys. Sorry, Tori. Zach Young, let's see. But, but I'm missing I'm missing other comments. One comment that you should have gotten him uh, some headphones, though. That was a good one. You so, you know what? I'm actually going to probably buy myself a new pair of headphones, and I've got a pair of Bluetooth wireless headphones that are noise-canceling. I'm just thinking about getting an upgrade. So I might just give him my old pair and say, here, learn how these work. Yeah, not a bad idea. Uh, Jess saying, roommate life is not for me. I'm a control freak and need privacy. Well, you know, sometimes you need to have a roommate to, to find a place. Um, you know, sometimes you can't afford, especially in New York City. Uh, lots of comments, actually, on, on all the platforms here about uh, the, uh, the headphones. Definitely need new headphones. And that's something that, you know, that when you're meeting potential roommates, that's something to, um, to bring up. You should set some ground rules and you should be like you know as as much akin to writing the constitution as possible like you want to kind of foresee any potential uh issues that might be down the line um how many how many roommates have you had in that apartment all right let's see starting with you um you were one uh a rough rough estimate a rough estimate let's go with five Hmm. Um, yeah, I've probably lived with, with roughly about that amount, um, over, over my years, uh, through South Carolina and, uh, in New York city, but New York city, I've only, the max I've lived in was a two bedroom. Um, but I see people in four and five bedrooms and I train all of my agents. Look, you have to stay in touch with your clients because if it's a three or four bedroom apartment, and these are strangers from all over the place. These guys are gonna, hate each gonna other. drop. They're gonna hate each other's guts in, in eight or nine months. So there's a really good chance people will be moving around in a year. So stay in touch with your people, let them know you're there for them if they want to move. Um, maybe help them advertise for a sublet if needed, things like that. Um, all right, so I want to get on to the next one. Um, we're we're gonna get into guests in in one more. Um, okay. But I was trying to kind of go by what I saw most commonly mentioned. And there was a few that were just mentioned once. But a big one was smell. And smell goes anywhere from cooking. So cooking smelly food. Uh, and it also goes to bathrooms. Um, or just personal hygiene. Well, yes. Personal hygiene and that, that extends into the bathroom. Obviously, you got to be like, you know, you have one central bathroom. I mean, I guess you got to do your business, but like light a candle or some shit. Um, 
And then, yeah, general personal hygiene, just being a smelly person. If your area reeks, you're like dragging that shit into the rest of the house. So, um, you know, if you have a roommate that's a bit smelly, like that's, that's going to be a tricky one to address. Um, yeah, and I think it's just kind of general cleanliness. Like you need to explain to people, like you, you can't leave dirty dishes out there. You can't leave your dirty clothes. Like, I don't know. I it's hard to enforce. Well, it's very hard to enforce, but you have to, like, you got to set some hard ground rules and you can't let it slip for too long. You know, it, it, if it's been happening for three or four months and then it's gotten the best of you and you want to say something, it's too late at that point. It's got, you know, it has to happen pretty early on. But that's the other thing about being uptight is let's, we should move from the smell. We, let's, we should move on to guests and I'll, I'll bring up what I'm going to say. Guests, somebody who has too many friends um, or has parties or has uh, sexual partners or boyfriend or girlfriend. A lot of times you have that X factor third roommate um, who's not an elite, who comes and visits a handful other nights out of a week, out of the week. And, you know, obviously they're using resources, they're using soap, they're using toilet paper, um, maybe hanging out in the living room. Uh, you got to set ground rules for that stuff beforehand because, um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think there's anything wrong with having someone's partner sleep over. But I do know a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'm not allowed to have guests in this apartment. Um, and that's, that's a ground rule that you got to set right off the bat because it's really not cool if, if uh, you know, if if you're living with somebody for three months and then you start dating someone and you want them to come over. Uh, what was the what was the last thing you just said? Me? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was talking about guests and, and like especially like bringing shady people around. Where um, me and my roommate have a policy where. Um, we basically, the first time somebody comes over, um, after they leave, the other roommate has veto power. So Ooh, I like that one where, so if my roommate brings somebody over and then after they leave, he's like, so what did you think? Like, and I, I use it sparingly, but there's been a couple people he's brought over. I'm like, they can't ever come back here. And he, he's some, done the same to me. There's some, there's some weird people. Um, but uh, we just we just got one comment saying uh, this is from M. Uh, what makes a better roommate, male or female? And I've had a combination of 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 both. Uh, but that's a good question. I think there's pros and I mean it's specific to each person. But if you wanted to generalize and be a little bit sexist here, I'd still say that there's kind of pros and cons to both. It depends on. I think I don't think one sex has it over the other. I think it's I'm not saying that one's better. I'm saying that like I'm saying that there's pros and cons to both and depending on how you weight certain factors, you might end up saying I want to have a male roommate or a female roommate. But to say that like I would say that each one of them are 50/50, but if you weigh certain factors more, then it might end up at like 70/30 or 90/100 90/10. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, having this is the thing about like setting ground rules is I don't think it's unreasonable to want to have some people over, especially if it's a two bedroom apartment. Um, and also age has a lot to do with it, you know. Um, 
I think I think the ground rules is important because you should be able to have some people over on a weekend. You know, especially the more space you have, the more freedom I think you should have um, to have guests and things like that. But if you have a shared bedroom wall um, and the, and the quarters are pretty tight. When you bring in guests, they you know they are basically on top of that other person just as just as much. So well, it's just you need to make sure that your guests are being considered. I don't think it's reasonable for a for a roommate to tell the other roommate nobody besides you can ever come over here. Well, that's so. This then you then you get back to it, did you both sign the lease mutually? Was is one person the leaseholder and you're renting from them? Is one person the owner and you're renting a room from them? Is it a room rental or a shared apartment? Um, and these are things that, and I, I think really what we're going to come back to in a lot of this is it needs to be defined in advance. And obviously you don't want to sound like a, you know, a crazy type air, but, but things do need to be spelled out. You may not feel the need to spell every little detail out to avoid appearing like a crazy person. And then you have to have the intuition to size up your potential roommates. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I think allowing guests is reasonable, but you know, if it's a relationship and that person's staying there five and the, and the, the, the third wheel person is staying there five nights out of the week, I would say one, two days max, um, because otherwise they're, they're living there, you know, that, that, what else are they doing? They're going to work during the day and they're sleeping at, at, at that apartment. Uh, I would say, I would say three and a half days. Cause let's say you're in a relationship and you live in separate apartments and you want to spend every night together. You could do, you could have an arrangement where it's three nights there and four nights back or whatever. And you alternate or whatever. Oh, I, then, I, I, I draw but, the line at half. But if you're, if you are spending every night together, shouldn't you just move in with that other person? Some people aren't ready to do that yet. Well, they're spending every night doing it. I draw the line at half. Uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, but yeah, but again, predetermined. Uh, or also, you know, if, if there is three people in a two-bedroom apartment, maybe that person pays a little bit more. Well, yeah, that's you, know, you can negotiate in all sorts of ways. Yeah, but. But I think it also a conversation can be fluid. It doesn't need to be fully predefined, you know, in a, in in the contract in advance. But you have to you have to have reasonable expectations. Um, and that's the next one I have right here is money. Um, and what do you say? Clean, considerate, and compensation. Compensation. So because I needed to get another C. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Uh, you know, late rent. Um, that's not cool. You know, rent is rent is like a number one thing. Like, you know, you, you need um, there's that's certain... ostensibly the reason why you have a roommate is to defray cost. Yeah. So if they're not helping out with the rent, then why are you having a roommate? Yeah, but, but I'm I, paying for all this apartment. I don't want to share it with anybody. Like, you know, some of the stories that I got, somebody was saying how um, they had a roommate that was paying rent uh, super late, but, you know, she was buying new clothes and always had her nails done. 
And that's like, that would make my head want to explode. Like just watching somebody spend their money on other shit and be like, yo, you owe me 50 bucks. Yo, you owe me $1,400, you know, whatever it is. That would drive yeah. me nuts. Um, so let's see, what did I, oh, money. I skip on here actually. Uh, also utilities and split cost. So is one person always buying the toilet paper and the dish soap um, and paper towels? Or are you guys splitting that? Or is there a shared fund for those things? Who's paying the utilities? And when your utility bill goes from 75 bucks a month to 150 bucks a month, how are you guys dealing with that? Are you, have you pre-agreed to just split it 50-50? Because then that blows for the person that leaves their AC unit on all day, every day for the summertime. You know, and the reason we're doing this podcast and some of this stuff may, some of this stuff may seem like duh, like just really dumb or like over the top. It doesn't even need to be talked about or it's something everybody knows. But I think you'd be surprised the shit that I hear as a real estate agent and complaints from people. And a lot of the stuff that was just shared to me over the last 24 hours um, when I asked for, you know, bad roommate stuff and how to be a good roommate. Um, but yeah, somebody who uses up all the toilet paper and never buys new toilet paper. That's like little shit, but it's infuriating, especially when you're pinching pennies and you're probably not ro rolling in the dough if you do have roommates. I would say it's infuriating anytime somebody uses the, uses the last of something and doesn't replace it. Dude, it doesn't matter what the quantity is I, I or what, what, what the item is. Look, I, there are some days I feel that I need to bring a chainsaw to my office and just cut people like across the torso. Um, and that goes to like people... Somebody used the last of the, now I don't monitor this shit, okay? I buy, you know, a bunch of reams of, of printer paper and it sits there until somebody says, hey, you know, I just, I just opened the last box. But last month, I think we might've talked about this on air. Somebody had taken, they had used a box. Is this the empty box in the closet? They had used a, a box and then put it on a top shelf. So I just assumed that that box had fucking paper in it. Who stocks an empty box up on a shelf? So, and then of course, no one told me we were out of paper. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, there was another box in there. I go to the box and we're out of paper. The box is empty. Um, yeah, using the last of something infuriating. If, if, Yo, I almost lost, oh, no, I did lose it on my roommate. Uh, I don't know, a month ago, I bought some hot dogs and I bought some hot dog buns. And conveniently, hot dogs tend to come in packs of eight. And hot dog buns also come in packs of eight. So I had like, I usually have either two or three hot dogs at a time. So I had like three and three, and then I had two. So, so this, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make Let me ask you a pause. The only, the only way I can see this going is that your roommate is a secret bun muncher, and he munches on buns. It's just not so secret. Okay, well, you know, uh, uh, so sorry. Yeah, so I go to make the hot dogs, put them in the pan, start frying them up, getting them warm and everything like that. I go to grab the rolls, two hot dogs in the pan, one roll. What the fuck is this? What? I didn't eat this. What did he eat a hot dog roll with? What did he eat a hot dog? I, I don't even know. But, uh, like, dude, if you're getting, like, anytime that you take the last of something, fucking replace it. 
I, I don't care if you eat my food from time to time because we'll exchange like we'll ca- we'll catch each other up on that. But like, don't eat the last of something, especially when it's a specific quantity that's allocated to something else. So well, like, now I, I just got to eat one of these hot dogs all by itself with no bun. <laughs> I already started cooking it. Yeah, well, exactly. That's and that's and it's a, such a little trivial thing, but it's it's something that makes your brain want to. The, the monetary value of that one hot dog bun was probably thirty cents. I don't care about the money. It's that and, I'm not going to the store to buy more hot dog buns. So like, I wanted to eat now, not in 20 minutes after I run to the store to buy eight more buns. And then the next time I'm going to have, I'm going to be short one bun the next time too. <laughs> or you'll have it. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're just kind of, you, or you're going to be short seven hot dogs when you open that package. Yeah. You name it. Uh, but damn the, the secret bun munchers. <laughs> um, but boundaries, so boundaries is a big one. Um, oh, yeah. The number one is the eating of the roommate food. Um, and again, that's something that needs to be predefined. Is there communal <laughs> kind food? Kind of touched on that already. Yeah, but is there communal food? Is it like, yeah, there's a loaf of bread. Everybody can have the loaf of bread. Uh, there's coffee. Make the coffee. Don't drink the whole pot. Or is it, this is my food. This is your food. The way that I've pretty much always had, I've had, I feel like I've had things offered to me, but for the most part, for the most part, you really try to use your own stuff. Uh, I think you and I get a pretty good job at that. Uh, we eat very different things too, though. But that, yeah, exactly, and that that helps a lot. Obviously, I didn't eat a lot of carbs at the time. <laughs> No, no, you had the dumbest diet ever. You you have a good story about this, though. Um, all I remember is that you had um a George Foreman grill that no, was just con- yeah that you I feel like that was just constantly on in the apartment. I'm not sure if it ever actually cooled off. Maybe at night, but even then, no, I you just, might wake I- up in the middle of the night. I remember not thinking much when I said it, but you're making a big deal. I, uh, I, had, I had come home and you must have been cooking the biggest feast. I don't know what you were baking, but it smelled so good in the apartment. And I came in and I said, James, this smells phenomenal. What are you cooking? <laughs> you know what? You know what <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 I'm making toast. <laughs> so i was severely carb depraved uh in those days i think also think that was probably about 50 you know 40 50 pounds ago um but it is what it is <laughs> i remember you were on like the ground beef patty and peanut butter diet for like three or four months when you first moved down here oh, um but I, I, I think that like having some kind of a hybrid system of there's certain food that's mine that you don't touch. And then there's other kind of common goods that like we kind of just generally replace. So coffee is, an, is a good example. It doesn't really make sense to have two separate tubs of coffee that you both use. Like just have one, have one tub and then like it's my turn to replace it. Now it's your turn to replace it. It's the same thing that like we do with like laundry detergent here is like I'll buy a bottle of laundry detergent. And then when it runs out, he buys a bottle of laundry detergent. Repeat. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. But again, I think predetermined is and pre-agreed upon is best. Oh, um, of course. So let's see, boundaries, eating your food, no respect for closed door. 
Ooh, yeah, my roommate's bad about that. Uh, I, you know, and I, I close my door in the office, and I do so very infrequently. The only time I do is when I'm having a personal meeting with somebody, um, when I'm recording this podcast, when I'm, you know, I'm on a, a live. I mean, all Zoom calls are live, but when I'm on a video call or something like that, I close the door, and. Um, you would be surprised. I would say if I'm at the office for eight hours on a regular, on average, it's open more than seven and a half hours out of the week. I literally close it to record a couple of videos a couple times a day uh, or a couple of days out of the week. That's it. So when that door is closed, when people knock on it, that, you know, that really bothers me. And at least like I'm sitting in front of a fucking computer, send me a text message. Like that shit's going to show up on the computer. Um, but yeah, you were saying your roommate's bad at it. Does he does he knock or does he just open the door? He, he generally knocks. Every once in a while, he'll just open the door. I'm like, dude, the door's closed for a reason. Like, and like, I'm just playing video games. It's not like I got anything to hide. But it's still, I have the door closed so that way I'm not bothered. If it's an emergency, you can knock or whatever. But yeah, like, thankfully, my door's got a lock. So I've just kind of gotten into the habit of like, when I really don't want him barging in or whatever, I'm like, all right, we'll just click this. Well, also, there's the, the dual masturbation factor. Like, nobody wants to walk in on a masturbator. Nobody wants to be walked in masturbating. So It's like everyone the, loses there. It's a lose-lose, and it's definitely going to kill the vibe on both accounts. <laughs> um, so, really, the general rule would be if there's a closed door, it's closed for a reason. Don't don't go in, don't go in. Yeah, uh, and 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 in 2020, and as we are coming close to a new year, as 2021 approaches, just send a text. You don't need to knock. You don't need to knock, especially like somebody's napping. Come on, people. Come on. You you can do better than this. Um, boundaries, money, uh, bathroom time. Bathroom time, I would say, is a big one, especially if your uh, work schedules are similar and uh, people need to shower in the morning or shower in the evening, whatever it might be. But unless you, if you only have one bathroom, um, you know, unless you, like you say, hey, man, I want to take a bubble bath and and soak and, uh, you know, read some love fairy tales and light some candles. That's one thing. But if you're in there for, you know, more than 12 minutes, you, you probably pushing it. Um, if the other person's waiting, I, you know, I, cause a lot of those tasks you can do outside the bathroom. Like, is so for me as a dude, I'll take a five minute shower and then like, I've got my clothes on. I don't need to worry about my hair. I'll put some, uh, like I towel it off and I'm good. I get that chicks, if you've got long hair, it can take a while to dry or whatever. But what you can do is if, you, if you're sharing a bathroom, you, you finish up your shower, you put a towel on or whatever, and you go to your room and you blow dry your hair in the room to free up the bathroom for whoever else needs it. Well, that's ladies, you can get ready for the most part in your room. Uh, because because uh, D-Ball just said, um, was a female. Uh, I know D-Ball, slightly misleading name, one way or the other. 12 minutes to shower, and I assume she's – lots of question marks, meaning that's that's too short of an amount of time. Um, no, 12 minutes is a pretty long shower. But, I, like, what 
you, you know, you hit the, the home alone checklist. Like I wash behind my ears. I wash there. I wash down there. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Like you, you, you rinse, you soap on, you rinse off, you hop out. Now, I every day shave my head. Um, I don't always shave my face. So, so I have that, you know, I got that extra time. But I would say um, 12 minutes is pretty reasonable. 15 minutes on the long end. But if you're in there... 12 seems high to me, but I, I'd say 12. I'll agree with you that 12 is reasonable, but I think that he, like you can be in and out of a shower in 12 minutes. Although probably some women would disagree with me if you have to shave your legs. I don't know. But yeah, and you women aren't shaving your legs every day for the most part. Um, I know this. Uh, yeah, but we have a friend, Adam, who takes, as a dude, takes <laughs> hour-long hour showers. Hour-long showers. I don't know what people do in the bathroom, but I do know it's you undress. Uh, in the, this old house where, where, uh, where I am now, you have to get it, uh, you know, four minutes or so for that water to warm up. Um, well, three minutes, the water to warm up. But you undress, you step in and rinse your body, you soap up. If you're a shampoo user, you put that in your hair. And How long has it been? And, and a long time. Uh, I used the shampoo as a body wash today, though. That was exhilarating. It was a Christmas gift. I got two Christmas gifts. <laughs> Someone got you shampoo as a Christmas gift? Yeah, uh, Andreas, who what a dick. on this on this podcast, it was a it was a body wash set. I don't. It came with yeah. I'm just thinking like he, he, conditioner, <laughs> body wash, and something else. Like, yeah, I'm just thinking somebody who buys you shampoo as a as a as a gift and just like trying to be a dick. Well, that was a general consensus at uh, at the holiday party, but uh, but yeah, I used the shampoo as a body wash. But either way, you go in, you rinse off, and most most of you women, I know you don't wash your hair on a regular basis. Um, and, uh, and then you, you rinse off and you get out and you dry your body and the, the majority of the rest of the stuff can be done in your bedroom. And that's, this is how it yeah, goes. I'll give a benefit of the doubt for the shaving the legs thing. Cause even washing your hair, like even if you're a chick and you've got long hair or whatever, the actual rinsing and shampooing of your hair doesn't take that much time. Most of the time is getting the hair dry again, which you don't need to do in the bathroom. Um, Yes, I agree. I agree. I do shave my head a bit, and I think you know, surface area of your head's a lot less than the surface area of legs. Also, much easier to navigate. Well, yeah, but it's also round and not. I don't know. Either way, I'm not. I'm, Have you ever tried shaving your legs? No. Yeah, try it sometime and tell me how uh, how much time you clock in at. Mine are probably hairier than than most women's legs, uh, or if you're a regular leg shaver, they're probably much hairier than your are your legs are regularly um all right we're gonna we're gonna leave the the boundaries uh uh the bathroom time um another one i got uh actually these i i like these uh the last few um rudeness so somebody walking by you in, in the in the apartment on their way out not saying goodbye or walking in and you're sitting on that on the sofa in the living room and they don't say hi um and that's just a little weird it's a little rude i think um because you do share the same space and you see each other every day um i just you know i think a nice a polite hello and goodbye i think is pretty reasonable am i, am I 
You don't have to be friends, but you should at least be friendly. Which leads me to the next one. The crazy roommate that's looking for a roommate because they want friends. Um, you know, I, I watch some of this uh, like home and garden television or whatever those channels back in the day. And there's a story about this guy who wanted to move to a new city and live with roommates. And the roommates would be a great way for him to break into making new friends with the city. And I'm thinking like, what? Well, I can understand the logic there. I do, I do. But also like, these guys may not like you. Like you, you don't know. You're not getting another that well. You're just gonna move in. Like maybe, maybe they just want somebody to give them money, so you know, so they don't have to pay the full rent. Like they don't want to be your friend, dude. Um, but but like that was he was moving to a new country and and had, was making enough money to rent his own apartment. Just chose to go with roommates because he needed friends. Um, I get it, but but I think being that dependent on roommates for friends. Uh, yeah, I would say it's a tool you can use, but not one that you should rely on. No, it's definitely not one you should rely on. But somebody who just expects that you're living together, you're going to be best friends, you're going to be cooking dinner together every night, you're going to be hanging out. Like that's, uh, you know, that's a, a, a bit much. Um, I'll, I'll actually get that from my roommate from time to time, who is a friend. But there will be times you're like, we haven't had a roommate day together. I'm like, dude, I got other things to do. Like, <laughs> we're not dating. And we never will be. Oh, boy. I just want to have a roommate night. I'm like, I don't. Uh, we're having a roommate night right now. You're out there. I'm in here. I'm happy. <laughs> That's a roommate night. Yeah. Um, I, I got I got another one for you. The regular key loser. Oh, that's I mean, that's just irresponsible, man. Because now that key's out there somewhere. Well, the cool thing about keys, and I have an office with hundreds, maybe you know, probably over a thousand. I don't know. Lots of keys. Um, a, a, a lost key is meaningless unless it's tied to an address. Now, a lot of our keys are tied to have an address on, on the keychain. On the, you know. However, when I see a random key sitting in the office, I get really upset and say, whose key is this? And usually people don't know. And, and I just usually end up shouting, throw it in the garbage, throw it in the garbage. Like, yeah, but somebody paid for that. I'm like, but they're not going to be able to tell me what the fuck it goes for because it's sitting in a pile of keys. Um, and, and to me, it's just wasted money. So when I see a key, not only is it a lost cause, to me, it is also wasted money. But yes, losing keys, major irresponsibility, less of a danger threat. But, you know, but it still is. I'm not saying it's not. It, it still is. Somebody may know who that key belongs to and decide to rob you. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, key loser. Um, okay. I'm going to go with this one for next. Uh, the favorite meter. Hey, I know you're home. Could you just do this for me? Hey, I know you're home. Could you just check? Hey, I know you're home. Could you just switch my laundry for me? Let me give you one. This, this is from this week. So... Um, my roommate is in Miami right now. He left, uh, three or four days ago. And no, 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 I, it's funny because you've been talking about him a lot. And I'm like, man, you guys must have a really good relationship that he can just be on the other side of the door. Nope. Nope. And, and you can, speak unless he's listening to us live or chooses to listen to this YouTube video, but he also knows all these criticisms anyway, well, whatever I, the case is, there was something in his bathroom that needed maintenance. We needed to have, um, like the property maintenance come in and fix something. All right. No big deal. He, he shoots me a text and says, 
hey, can you call the office to put in the maintenance request for my bathroom? And I'd send him a text back and say, you might not believe this. You can actually call them too. Your phone works. Uh, you are the main leaseholder though. So I, I'm going to give him the best. He's on the lease. Okay. Well, all right. Fair enough. Yeah, that was. Uh... You're not going to believe this. <laughs> when I'm at home, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do this. Yeah. Why am I the one using my cell phone to call for your problem when your phone works? Obviously, it does because you just sent me a text. Well, I, unless this was 12 years ago, he could have said, "I don't have the minutes." Yeah, he doesn't have that excuse either. <laughs> um, all right. What's up, Ashley? Uh, let's see who else we have here. Uh, Hans Vaughn, uh, Craig. Hey, Craig. Um, all right. And then here's the last one I got. And if I'm, if I'm missing anything, guys, uh, let me know. I'm going to give you the last one. Before, before I do that, though, uh, I wanted to include this because I just I got an email today and I, and, I, and I checked the portfolio and it was looking really good. Um, and what, what turned me on to this was signing up and getting two free stocks. Uh, a friend of mine sent me this. I got two free stocks to sign up for Weeble. There goes the clock. Must be time. Nine twenty-five. Uh, yeah, the clock is way off. So, uh, so Weevil is free sign up, and once you get fully enrolled, you get two free stocks. I have a link to it to make sure you get the stocks in my Instagram profile. It's the only link there, so check it out. Um, but Weevil, I just checked my portfolio today. I did very little more. I did very little more than just sign up, complete the enrollment uh, requirements, and I got the free stock. So that was cool as shit. And, uh, and, you know, there's other trading platforms, but in terms of just getting signed up and getting free stock, it can't hurt. It's the holidays. We got a couple of extra bucks. Why not give it a shot? And the market's pretty volatile. So there's some good wins to be had out there in the short term. And signing up and getting free stock, you, you, you can't beat that. Um, all right. I'm going to give you my last one. Um, we had key loser. Favor, neater, the management complainer. Um, have you ever had a management complainer? No, thankfully. Now, I, being the real estate agent end of this, I witness a lot of people who are over complainers to management. Um, I found a mouse in my apartment, there's bugs in my apartment, which I get like, and that's, those are serious things. Um, a light bulb's out. The smoke detector is beeping. Um, there's noise. I, it's too loud in my apartment because I can hear noise in the street. Um, How in the world is that the landlord's fault? It's, there's, there's like, like people expect the craziest shit. And, and the reason I brought bugs or mouse or something first is because it's usually because those people are really messy. Like mice and bugs don't stick around in your apartment if you're very, very clean. Um, and I get it. Like maybe, uh, you know. Now in South Carolina, it's a little bit harder with um, like the roaches and stuff because they're just everywhere. So the roaches are outside. It's very easy for them to get inside. They can just squeeze under the door or whatever. But we, but we saw them time to time, time to time. But 
but they they didn't stick around because no, we, I see I see a roach in this apartment maybe once every six to twelve weeks. And by roach, you mean palmetto bug, which is a cockroach. It's a very big one, and it's a very big thing in the south. Uh, which so is yeah, it's rare that they're that they make it in here and they don't last. No. Now gr- part of that's like the the apartment complex pays for pest control that comes in like once a month and sprays but that's the other thing if you have bugs and you uh you seal things up and you have traps and pest control things in in place you can get those little traps at home depot or at walmart or target um you're not going to have that issue but be a clean person but yeah uh, a lot of the complaining about noise about neighbor noise um you know i've i i my, my apartment in Manhattan shared a wall with a studio and that person complained a lot about me. And I was there, I think, for six years and, and had a myriad of other tenants living in that studio next to me and no one else complained. And very little changed on my end. So uh, it's just, the thing is like, you got to understand that like also as a renter that you're, you don't, you don't, uh, you don't own the place, but like certain things you can do on your own, uh, like change, change light bulbs, and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's a, it's a, it's an apartment. Like your neighbors are four to six inches away on the other side of that, that, uh, drywall. And so, um, all right, guys, uh, I'm going to hit some quick stories. If anybody wants to add anything, who's watching live. Let me know if you're watching this. Post- While you're hitting some uh, user stories, let me refill my drink real quick. All right. Good idea. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to hit the comments. Let me know if you're watching us live, uh, any crazy roommate stories you have or your biggest roommate complaints. I'm going to uh, just scroll through some comments real quick. See what I got. Uh, roommates, roommates, roommates. What's up, Phil, Xavier. All right. Male or female, which makes better. Uh, this is a living with a teenager problem. Lots of comments actually like about does, does living with a husband or just living with kids, does that count as roommates? Uh, I, would, I would say so. Uh, let's see. Should have got some headphones, AirPods. Um, uh, my roommates are my kids. No problems. Um, that's surprising. Uh, and a lot of people I'm finding out don't have roommates and have never had roommates. Now, probably much more common to the more urban areas, especially like New York City. Um, but I believe that a lot of people may not have had roommates in the past. Let's see what else we have here. Um, that's their responsibility, not the landlords. Sometimes neighbors are not that clean and um when you get roaches they're coming from the neighbors yeah that's definitely true roaches coming from the neighbors uh a definite plausible thing uh but still they're not sticking around your apartment they're gonna pass through i'm gonna pass through maybe you know you might find one in the bathroom because there's some it you know it's a little bit cooler but they're not sticking around if if there's no food and there's, there's nothing for them to eat so yeah my theory is that like anytime that they come in here it's they're they're coming through the vents from somewhere else yeah exactly um all right so uh let's see one of the notes i had established a toilet paper soap buyer person um 
I, I, I'll share one personal story and then and then hit some others. I, I, I didn't put a lot of thought into some personal roommates that I've had in the past, but I did have one roommate who turned out to be really crazy. I had a guy, uh, he was a nice guy, not the crazy one. We rented, no, no, wrong order. Um, I had a girl that I think we connected on Craigslist or something like this. And probably 2011. And uh, I did the searching. She was not in the city. I did the searching, found a place. Was this in Astoria? This was in Astoria. And we moved in together. Um, I had the place ready. She showed up, moved in. Very nice girl, friendly girl. And um, pretty healthy person. Very messy. Like would cook with four or five pots and pans and just leave them out not closed cabinet doors in the kitchen, um, jam-packed the refrigerator with all this pre-cooked food. But what really got me was one time she made like 85 individual cakes. That's and a lot. I, yeah, she made all these cakes. She froze them. She stocked, stocked the refrigerator with them. And she's like, hey, I just made like 85 cakes. Feel free to try them. Let me know what you think. Um, I have so many, obviously I'm not going to be able to eat them all. Um, go ahead and have some. Now, now there's no room in the fridge for you. Well, yeah, but I didn't, I was very broke at this point in time. I would eat like pasta and that's it. Um, and, uh, and I didn't do any crossover food. I think we had one bathroom, but for the most part, um, I, you know, we, there was ample, toilet paper and things like that. I really didn't use any resources. I very much kept to myself. Um, but I did eat one of those cakes. And the next day, she had this total bug out freak out. And she's like, you were eating my food. Why were you eating my food without asking me first? I was like, oh, I thought it was- a, She told me to. I, I thought it was like an opening, like you can eat any time. Like you basically invited me to have it. It got really weird. Um, she got very weird. I think she ended up losing her job. Um, started making all of her own clothes. Um, and then I basically towards the end for like three weeks or so, if I'm remembering this correctly, didn't leave her room and I never saw her. And this is somebody who wasn't working, staying at home, not leaving the apartment. And I didn't see her even like going to the bathroom or anything. For all I knew, she could have been peeing in milk jugs and dumping them out the window or saving them. I don't know. Uh, but that was, that was definitely, that was definitely uh, a major freak out. And she was just like a messy ass roommate. Like just like the cooking, the cooking situation was like, you can't leave like pans soaking you know, for like a week on the counter. Like overnight works well enough. Overnight or like, you know, a few hours, right. like morning to evening. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Within a 24-hour period. <clears throat> but yeah, that cake situation was one that like really shook me. Um, all right. So yeah, somebody else added the pay was paying always late on rent, but always had brand new clothes and new nails. Um, another one from Tim, uh, roommate, stealing from his bar. He said he used to keep a very well-stocked bar. Um, not a big drinker himself, but always stocked, stocked bottles, you know, for having friends over. 
And yeah, always a good idea. And uh, the person was stealing from the. He he discovered again. He wasn't a big drinker. Discovered a a, a pint glass of like whiskey or scotch or something. It was like okay. And then looked at the whiskey or scotch bottle and it was full. It was at like eight o'clock in the morning. And uh, what the what the guy was doing is he was emptying the bottles out and refilling them with like water and food coloring. Which did we did we ever do that? As kids, no, no, no. We we didn't hide hide the drinking that we did. It, no, I, I, yeah, I don't. I didn't think we did either. Um, so roommate stealing from the bar, refilling with with water and food coloring. Um, dorm a dorm mate uh, who was a big procrastinator and would take that last night to do projects and stay up all night long, smoking and playing music with the lights on. Um, that's why there's a college computer lab that's open 24 hours of the day that you can go do your work at yeah but you can't smoke and, and play music so. true you're supposed to smoke at all but that's tough because obviously you're keeping up the other roommate who's like you know six feet behind you um dorms are tough we we didn't get too too much into dorms um i had one comment about somebody having uh from Lil saying that she she had like ten roommates. I didn't I, I didn't know if that was in the house that's, or in that's a, a lot of people. Yeah, I don't I don't know exactly that. I I went to a party a while back where there was like it was like a five or six bedroom apartment, and I could see how that could be fun for like three weeks. <laughs> like three weeks of like some good parties, and then like you know like. You know, by like the the eighth time that you wake up and like walk out to the bathroom and there's like puke next to the toilet, you're just like, <coughs> or or you're third in line for the bathroom, or you, yeah, or and I and I, I again, I could be mistaken, but I think there was only one bathroom in that apartment. That's tough. Yeah, this is a party I was brought to by a friend, and I was like, yeah, I think I'm a little older than most of the people here, and, and uh, you know, I don't, I, but it, but. I don't know, the people were nice. It was just a lot of people crammed in, in this apartment. Nice building, though. Um, and then, uh, let's see. I got one last story here, um, or, or tip, really, about using... So here's... And we didn't talk about this earlier, is using the other bedroom when that roommate's not home as a guest room. Oh, that's not cool at all. That's not your space. It's not your space, but somehow people are like find it reasonable to do that. At ah, at what point are you like, yeah, you can sleep in that room. That's fine. The only time it's reasonable to do that is if you ask. Hmm. If you ask, that is reasonable. But what? Like, why? How could you do that without asking? Just that's just wild to me. It's really strange. Um. Uh, all right. I'm I'm running low on uh, on content here. Anything else you can think of in terms of being a good no, movie? no. We'll shift gears real quick since it's coming up. What are you doing for New Year's? Oh, New Year's plans are. Uh, I'm not entirely sure yet. I think we got a, a little party. Um, you know, before people light me up on the the coronavirus task force i won't go too 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 into it but i think it's just a, a little party and uh and ring in the new year obviously six feet separation with uh with masks and gloves on 
but I don't think being I, if you're if you're going there, I don't think being live is a is a great idea. That, that's I, I already assumed we weren't going to be doing it for the same reason we didn't do our Christmas Eve one. Hmm. All right, um, but anything else on roommates? No, not really. I, I think we we nailed it on uh, we we covered everything. All right, all right, cool. James, stay on the line. Uh, so don't hang up. I'm going to wrap up on the sip talk. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been episode, what did we decide? 64. 64, 64 living with roommates. Um, before we go live, I'd love to see your guys' comments. Um, so I can, uh, not before we go live, before we uh, reconvene in a week. No, before we publish this one, I'd love to include some things in the notes, some horror stories. Um, because I was getting a kick out of some of the, the messages people were sending me, some of the comments I got about some of your horror stories, living with roommates. But I think we kind of shared as much of the bad shit that can happen um, as, a, as a bit of a warning. And really, you know, the idea is to have as many ground rules as are reasonable and be outspoken. Don't... Uh, yeah, communicate often. Yeah, just the communication is big and don't wait too long. Don't wait until some shit is driving you absolutely fucking insane to uh, to say something because then it's too late because then they've been doing it for that long. And they think, well, and also they're going to be like, if you had just told me earlier, then it wouldn't have gotten to this point. That like it, it's easy to correct a behavior the first time that it happens. Nice. But it's like when I was working in hotels, we had a guest stay with us for five days. And when they checked out, we asked them how it was and they, and they come with a whole bunch of complaints. And I just be like, if you had told us about this on the first night that you checked in, we could have fixed it. But now you're leaving, so we can't help you. And exactly. like, you had a shitty stay, but every single thing that you didn't like, we could have fixed if you had just told us. And probably would have been glad to, to be avoiding this situation right oh, now. Oh yeah, we would have been happy to fix them. We, like, they, like, that's what we're there to do. That's what we're employed as, is people to help the guests have a good time. So of course we're going to do what you need, what will make your stay more comfortable. But we are not psychics. So speak up, speak up, speak up. All right, I'm going to end this, James. Stay on the line. I'm going to yeah. close out these lives. Uh, I'm going to do crazy things when you're a roommate. Goodbye. Adios. 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 Yeah, this is for me in the outro. Wanted again to say thank you very much. Our first full year in production means a lot to me that you made it this far. You're still following us. You're still subscribed. Um, and again, we want to hear your topic suggestions. We want to hear your questions. Um, we'll probably change up the format a little bit moving into 2021, but we want to know what works for you. So thank you again. Like, subscribe, and help us out. See you next year. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it. <laughs>